spoiler alert for every TV show we talk about in this episode. Hey guys, you're here with Casey and Chloe, and you're listening to the first ever 2021 episode of The Zoo Report. As you may know, we're here to discuss all things UMass, the good, the bad, and the ugly. If you have stories you want shared, message us on Insta at the zoo report underscore or on Twitter at report underscore zoo and we'll dish it out anonymously. segment coming up called the zoom encounter of the week to kind of reflect um our new learning environment so Casey do you want to go first for that one yes so my zoom encounter of the week did not happen this week it happened last semester actually but it's a good story so we're gonna still relevant roll with it anyways um upon making this segment I forgot that I have one zoom class each week Interesting. Yeah. I have four, so I, I feel like so I'll, you'll have, be, yeah. I'll carry this one on okay. my back for a little okay. while. Um, so last semester, I took oceanography with Mark Leckie. Um, I'm sure most of you know him, but we it was silly week, and it was the he was just going over the syllabus, um, and out of nowhere, this like sound starts like happening, and so everyone at first is just like oh, someone's mic is on, right? Like, whatever. And then it, like, stays on, and everyone stops, like, Mark Leckie starts talking because he's like, well, someone's mic is on. And then we realize it's moaning, like, literal moaning. And it is two people having full-on sex is what this sound is. And the image of, like, you know how, like, when you talk on Zoom, It'll say, like, C. Lindahl or, like, K. Connolly or, yeah. like, a picture of our face or something. You have speaker was, view. It was no name, just a picture of a frog. Do you think they did it on purpose? I think it, someone hacked in. Like, know you that, know how people did that? Yeah. And it was, but it was, like, loud and aggressive and you could hear skin and, and slapping and everything and, like, dirty talk. And poor Mark Leckie was just, like, st- like staring straight-faced. Everyone was uncomfortable. This is, like, a 150-person class. And finally, it goes away. This and stuff happens too much for it to be coincidence. I know. I think people, like, get off on doing stuff like that. Oh, 100%. Or it's a prank. But he's such a cute, like, he's such a wholesome little guy. I felt so bad for him. I was yeah. like, I know you feel uncomfortable, and everyone here feels uncomfortable. That sucks for him. And then he just was, like, moving forward. And I was like, You're like oh. Yeah. I'm like, poor guy. Mine wasn't, like, as drastic, but it was more personal. Yeah. I was in a class probably a week ago, and we got put into breakout rooms. We do that a lot, like... I feel like a lot of classes have been doing that, like, 20-minute breakout rooms. And the first thing that happens is I get there, and I have my camera off, and both of them, it's a girl and, girl and a boy, and they both have their cameras on. And the guy goes, oh, crap, it's you. I knew this was going to happen. And the girl goes, what are you even doing in this class? <laughs> and then they proceed to have a literal argument in front of me, and he goes are you still mad at me? And she goes, what do you think? And I'm just like sitting there with my camera off still. And then like, it's silent for a second. And I'm like thinking about leaving at this point. And he just, they just goes, hi, Chloe, how are you? No. And I'm like, hi. Don't and then drag I you into this. On, and both of them had just joined the class. So they didn't know like the assignment we were talking about. So I just like 
over explained everything because I felt I was like okay yeah and like went into like a detailed explanation at one point her dog barks and he looks at her and goes is that Rocco and she goes you know it's Rocco and then after that she just left the breakout room He's really overstepping his boundaries. He was very nice. He really was. I'm but sure, but you just know he did something wrong for her to be I'm sure that he did, man. but I was just like, I wish this didn't happen. And I, I feel bad for them that they got stuck in a breakout room together. I was like, it's like a Yeah, what are the... Th- how many people are in that class? Probably around 35. What are the chances? One in four. Probably just for like four or five breakout rooms. That's bad luck. It's a 25% chance. Actually, wait. There's probably like six or seven breakout rooms. It was like four people per breakout room. I don't know, I'm really bad at math. Okay, anyways, skipping that. So those were fun. Enjoy those, everybody. So I basically watched a couple breakup on Zoom, so that was yeah. my story. Or you watched a couple see each other for the first time since After their breakup. Break yeah, that's, that's pretty bad. All right, well, welcome back. Um, as we said, it's our first episode of 2021, which means it is our last first episode of spring semester. And every semester after that, um, we will be graduating in May, and this podcast will be no longer, but I hope it lives in spirit. But anyways, um, we're going to get into just a few little things that are going on at UMass right now, I think that we should talk about, um, mostly involving COVID, but there's like nothing else. Like what else? That's is like the, there, I mean, you know? we were in lockdown for the last like 10 days because of COVID incidences. So I do feel like that is like the reigning thing that's happening. Hopefully more events will start happening. Yeah. This, we don't want to center it too much around yeah. COVID. It just so happens that we'll get into it. So let's talk about Theta Chi. <laughs> um, yeah. You want to give us a little. Well, basically what happened is like, as many of you probably know, but about two weeks ago, there was an outbreak of like 350 cases. I think it's up to 430 now. Now, actually, as of this week, it's, it's been cut in half. So at least half those people are now out of quarantine testing negative. I think there's been like very few new cases because of like the restrictive measures they took. But it was like pretty serious, like 354 students faced disciplinary action, including like probation housing like loss suspension all that stuff and it was originally linked or thought to be linked to a theta chi frat party that was supposed to have had like 400 people in there or something like that like predominantly freshmen which makes sense because they're on camp campus and stuff um and so they're on interim suspension right now for hosting the party from and wait no they're on interim suspension for hosting a large party in the beginning of this semester yeah right now so this caused allegedly caused this big outbreak but the stats from last semester to this semester in terms of how many COVID cases happened the first week are like alarming and I think it honestly has more to do with the fact that like UMass invited these freshmen I do too verse and then not I'm not even like necessarily blaming on the freshmen or anything but I'm just like and I'm, know, we're not I'm not defending things yeah I, they this is like Oh, the bottom of a long list of, of things yeah, that they've Yeah, like, they're not innocent done. either, yeah. but I'm like, you're gonna invite, like, 5,000 freshmen back to campus and then get, like, pissed when there's a large outbreak the second week? Like, of course it's gonna happen. And the thing is, is I feel like everybody knows this story from word of mouth. Like, that's how I originally knew it, and up until I made, like, the outline for this episode where I was like, okay, if I'm gonna, like, publish this, I should probably look at an actual news article and get mm-hmm. my information. So... I went on over to the Hampshire Gazette, shout out, and which is the most recent news story about it. And there's some things that UMass 
and like UMass is not talking about and I didn't hear word of mouth. So I guess during this investigation, Theta chapter leaders and alum volunteered a date and time stamped video surveillance footage from the chapter property that confirmed no party was held during the weekend in question. So I think it was that first weekend that all the freshmen had come back. Um, and then Theta chapter, the Theta chapter also submitted info to campus administrators that said, so I guess there were these videos of social events that like the, the university was like, well, explain these. And the chapter cited those videos as, um, supposedly taking place 12 to 18 months ago and filmed prior to the pandemic. And we'll put a hyperlink um, to this where we found out this information. But there was like, I was shocked because all that I had heard was that Theta threw a massive party and, you know, there was an outbreak of COVID cases. I'm, I'm pretty sure within the first 48 hours, there was like 300 cases, something yeah. like that. And that's not even like talking about anybody those freshmen saw. And like... So, I don't know. Campus got put down on lockdown um, for two weeks. And another thing, actually, that was a result of this that I forgot to put down is we should talk about how for on-campus students or off-campus students that have in-person classes, you have to get tested twice a week or else you don't have access to Mo- Moodle. What do you yeah. think about that? I think that for on-campus class like people yes that was part of their schedule anyways before it just makes sense like it's not really that hard you make an appointment you go off campus I think it should be suggested I don't think that they really have the authority to say that and also there's been like if you're part of any of like the Facebook um groups or anything like that I just feel like UMass handled the situation so poorly and people were calling them out like one girl posted this email she got from the school that was like you're not in accordance with like COVID guidelines because you received multiple packages this week because she had ordered textbooks for a class the week before lockdown they arrived during lockdown so she got like three or four packages for textbooks for class and UMass was saying at that point you could only receive one package a week but one that could be out of your control people could be mailing you things that you didn't expect a surprise i've gotten that before and two people ordered things before this lockdown happened and most of it was pertaining to school materials that they need and i don't understand how they ever thought restricting packages was also like a way for like people to like not get covid i also think that like i understand what they're trying to do with the getting tested like every two or twice a week and everything like that but you invited five thousand socially starved 18 year olds to live on your campus not because you wanted to be nice and you know give them a college experience because you wanted their money yeah and they can't sit at a dining hall it's all grab and go they don't have roommates they can't be in the hallways without masks like i don't condone them going to the party at all but i understand their thought process and i understand that it at the end of the day UMass invited 5,000 freshmen. What did they really think was going to happen? Everybody was going to be picture perfect? Like, obviously not. And on top of that, you're going to deny kids. At, you're going to have paying students' grades possibly be affected because they might miss a COVID test. Mm-hmm. Like, what if they they oversleep by accident? What if their alarm doesn't go off by accident? What if it's snowstorming out? It's been snowing every four days. Like, it's just unrealistic. And for off-campus students, what if you don't have a car? 
and you don't want to get COVID, so you don't want to use the public buses. Like, yeah. like they just think I don't know. UMass does this thing where they think they can do. I talked to whatever they want in one of my classes, and she canceled one of her COVID appointments because it was one of the days that the snowstorm happened. And yeah, she didn't feel like hiking through this like four feet of snow, so she canceled her appointment. And she got a warning email saying that if she did that again, she could be kicked off campus because she didn't. At that hike. point, I'd be like, "Kick me off." I, she didn't want to hike through four feet of snow. So ridiculous. So transitioning talking about people living on campus um if anyone living on campus is listening we are terribly sorry that your college experience yeah, is the way like, that it is so many bad things and i truly blame it on the way umass yeah situation we've had a few chats with some freshmen living on campus obviously we don't use real names here but for anyone listening who doesn't know what's going on they live alone like, literally alone. Uh, we Like we said, we can't eat... They can't eat at dining halls. Hopefully, that will change soon. They said if the cases get better, they can, like, yeah. eat distance. I don't understand if you can eat in a restaurant while you can't eat at a dining hall. I don't know. And during the lockdown, they couldn't communicate with literally anybody on their store. And there was one girl we spoke with that was literally in a common room, six feet away from the girls on her floor. All of them were wearing masks. And they got written up. Because of it. Like, they weren't doing anything wrong by the literal state of Massachusetts. Like, that's more safe than them probably living at home and seeing their friends on distance. That's more safe than the people walking around a- downtown Amherst. We just sat in the works and, like, didn't have masks on because we were doing stuff and drinking, like, food and eating. Yeah, and, and they can't, like, that's ridiculous. You, you're going to have... You have to give them some and semblance of normalcy. What are you doing for students' mental health during this? Like, you're putting kids alone in rooms. Like, what do they do all day? I don't know. I would go home, I think, but that's just me. I mean, I, I also, like, get it. They lived at home all last semester. That's a lot, but, like, this is a lot, too. Um, but I think that another thing is, like, it affected a lot of off-campus life, too, because, like, they shut the gym down... The Planet Fitness yeah. and Hadley, which I was like... This that, is- I knew that was BS, and corporate literally got... Update on that. Corporate got involved and said, number one, this is in Hadley, not Amherst, so this town of Amherst has nothing, no jurisdiction over us. And number two, people pay to be part of this gym, and unless you can prove that they have COVID upon walking in, or they have a significant cough or any of the symptoms, you cannot be like, oh, you can't come in. Yeah, it just... I felt like that was such an in- infringement of like our right. lives and yeah. the, the worst part like that's just like one thing they were calling businesses and telling them they needed to take stu- like workers who were UMass students living off campus off the schedule for two weeks and for the their only compensation we had a friend was, that works at the hangar he hasn't worked in two weeks yeah and their only compensation was they could make up to $300 through UMass for two weeks that's three, not enough. I can make $300 a shift waitressing if yeah. I wanted to. Like, people are in charge of their entire rent, utilities, groceries, laundry. Laundry. And, like, UMass is like, yeah, actually, we're banning you from working, even though you live off campus and have nothing to do with the community right now. And also, we're not going to compensate you for that time loss, so good luck making your bills. And I just think that is so beyond. I knew a girl who quit her job because she was like, I'm yeah. not going to get hired for two weeks. We don't even know if we're going to get rehired for two weeks because it... It was, at the very least, going to the 21st of February, possibly longer. Case and it's all because UMass invited 5,000 freshmen back on, on. Yeah, and she was like, at this point, I'm just going to quit my job and make, like, unemployment, hopefully, or something like yeah. that. Because I'm like, oh, that's ridiculous. This Loki has made me mad at yeah, school. Yeah, I just got mad again. 
But there are some options for off-campus students. As we know, we lived here last year during our little quarantine isolation. We're the smartest people I know. And we got creative with things to do. So, Casey? So, coming in number one. These are in no particular order, by the way. Um, Long walks. These are vital. We actually just went on a walk. I think we rounded in two miles. So, I just... The thing about walks is just... They're number one... Good to get outside, get fresh air. And I know it's cold. Like, we're crazy. We walked in, like, a blizzard the other day. But, I do like, again. a day like today when we're... This is Wednesday of this week. It is so nice out. It's, it's 48 50, degrees. 52. 52 sunny out. Like, it was... It's so nice. It's so refreshing. You're getting outside. You're getting a change of scenery. Um, second, it's, like, very weirdly therapeutic. Like, every time we go on walks, we always end up, like, having such good conversation about, like, we unpack some things or we go over, like, how we're feeling, our thoughts, whatever. Like, there's some really nothing pretty, too crazy, pretty but places, too, that you can walk if around. If you live, we live on Main Street. Main Street. Yeah. Um, that makes me nervous. Night Stalker. But. <laughs> He's dead. Um, <laughs> Richard Ramirez. Um, we're, like, 642 Main Street. Yeah. If you live, though, near, uh, like, I guess the Dunks by Main Street and the Cumbies, there's, like, a little trail in the woods we used to go to all the time when it was nice out. There's um, also a place down the road, like, um, it's a, I don't even know, like, it's just a conservatory yeah. place, but it's, like, these long woods walks, super pretty. Even Buffer's Pond, the bridge walk. Oh, yeah, um, bridge walk. And you can rent bikes, bike the bike trail. Yeah. Um, you can go on drives to like places like mount pollux watch the sunset um do a lot of dinners with friends if possible yeah. like even if you don't want to see a lot of other people like just get together with your roommates like make food together like sit down talk about like how you feel your days everything like that like check in with each other um do like a little like i know that this is probably like anti-covid right now but like if you just went away for a weekend somewhere like if your friend has a cape house or like get a little airbnb go to someone's family home something like that just for a change of scenery is always good yeah we one of our friends in our like knit group of people had her grandparents had a cape house that no one was staying in so one weekend we literally just packed up and went there and it was so refreshing. It was so nice. And it was, like, we weren't doing anything different. We were still just, like, in a house by ourselves playing games. But, like, it was just nice to get a change of scenery, go for a walk that wasn't downtown Amherst, go for a drive. And it was, like, it's nice in the Cape, obviously. There's mm-hmm. there's ocean. Honestly, if you go anywhere where the ocean is closer than it is here, I would highly recommend. There um, are some good hikes on warm days around here, too. Yes. Definitely. I'm sure people know that. But the no. Um, my honestly personal one of my favorite things to do is just play board games. I love board games, and I'm really glad that a lot of people I'm around like them too because we have it a game really help pass the time. Um, Catan, Catan one, love Catan. Can't recommend it. And enough. it's an app now. You can play online on the app, which I am gonna say board game better. You know, get off your phones, desocialize. But I fucking love the app. The app is great for when you just want to like play a quick game in your bed at night. Fantastic. We got a new game called Record Deal. It's a singing game. Super fun. You can buy it at Target. Um, Spy Alley, my personal favorite. It's kind of like an espionage monopoly kind of thing. Um, Code Names, really simple. Kind of like a fun little drinking game. Uh, Drink responsibly, all that fun stuff. But if you're 21, we're both of age. Some of us more so, even. Like, it's crazy. (laughs) Okay, relax. 
Um, also, walking around Northampton, there's interesting stores, little bookstores, thrift shops, um, shop therapy, um, <laughs> and Urban stuff. Outfitters, all that fun stuff. And for a last resort, if you hated every single idea we gave you, just watch a lot of Netflix. Some show recommendations. Yes. Richardson. Outer Banks. I know all of you have probably already seen that. I'm late to the game, but Peaky Outer Blinders. Banks. Um, I will go Queen's Gambit. Oh, Queen's, Queen's Gambit. Gambit. Kingdom. Uh, oh, my God. you got, Everybody needs to watch Kingdom. I don't know why it's not more popular. Um, don't watch the Night Stalker documentary. Yes, watch it. Heck that. I if you listen that. to crime podcasts, you can watch it. If you I, don't, don't watch it's, it. It's so Cecil morbid. Hotel documentary, though, that the one. The Cecil Hotel documentary, I yeah. suggest. The Night Stalker, if you're, like, can't handle gore or, like, fear stuff like that, don't. Yeah. And when in doubt, well, what are other shows? I feel like we're missing some. That we've- oh, Vanderpump Rules on Hulu. Yeah. Yeah, actually, trash, Netflix gets it. too much hype. Let's talk about Hulu shows. Yeah. Like Handmaid's Tale. If you haven't Handmaid's seen Tale. that. Oh, I loved that. If you haven't seen that, you're, you gotta get on it. Vander, let's talk about reality TV. Kardashians. Vanderpump Kardashians Rules. Kardashians is over. Love Island. Uh, UK, though. Don't watch The Bachelor. Love The Bachelor. Yeah, I, I'm honestly, it's growing on me. Yeah. It's growing on me. I love that show. Um, this season has been great. I would love to hear your thoughts actually about this. If anyone would like to DM us, yeah, we um, can put, we'll put a poll up. Yeah, please let or us know. Or something like that. Please let us know. Um, interesting tidbit. Do you ever watch Colton's season? I did watch Colton's season. Do you know that Cassie now has a restraining order against him? I did know that actually because so I knew Michelle Randolph and Greg Sulkin before, and then when I found out Cassie was on Colton's season, that's why I watched it. Yeah. And it just so happened that she ended up being the one, but. Yeah, he's, like, a little bit crazy, I think. Like, I think she tried breaking up with him, and he, I don't... He sent her, like, threatening texts. Yes, like, he was, like... he, like, stalked her, and he put a tracking device in her car. I, like, read a whole article about it. And she got a restraining order against him. And I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. Like... I mean, to be honest, I don't know how you can enter that family when Greg Sulkin is the other boyfriend in the family. Like, how do you even compete? I mean, you He's can. British and beautiful, and he played a werewolf. Like, Colton was nice. He was pretty, like, whatever. But, like, I... you just don't be a stalker. I'd say yeah. that. Like, just don't be a stalker. True. Don't send threatening If you want to compare with Greg Sulkin, don't be a stalker. <laughs> um, um, back for our old but best segment, Claudius Couples. Woot, woot. We'll be picking two sets of couples and pitting them against one another in a battle to see who truly has the most clout i'm gonna start off this is kind of like a out of left field one that i was thinking about but okay okay so i'm gonna go with no sorry um charlie swan from um, twilight Twilight with billy jacob's dad oh i like where we're going with this or charlie swan from twilight with billy uh, with harry clearwater so with jacob's dad or like the um like Seth and Leah's dad. Is he the one in the wheelchair? Is that Billy? No, Billy's in the wheelchair. Okay, I know. Got um, it. Harry dies because of a heart attack. I think Harry. I think Charlie and Harry. They um, do have a lot. Yeah, they. I think they just movies wise because I didn't read the books. I feel like they have more chemistry. I also think it might be weird because, like, I think Bella should have chosen Jacob. And then if he was dating yeah, his dad. Like, yeah, like, that's yeah, yeah. a little bit I weird. I agree. And Harry and um, Charlie. Okay, so I'm going to start trips. writing who we choose down because we always forget. So we chose Charlie and Harry over Charlie and Billy. Sorry if you can hear the typing. 
Okay, so my first one, um, right off the bat, expected. So Kiara and Pope from Outer Banks. Like or key? Yeah. Okay. Or Key and JJ. Key and JJ. Yeah, Key and JJ all the way. Okay, I'm glad we agreed on that. You know what's funny? I'm going to say this real quick. So I've been doing a lot of stalking on the um, OBX, like, fan things on, like, Twitter and Tumblr and TikTok and everything like that. And a lot of people ship Key and Pope because, like, they have the kiss and, like, whatever. Yeah, they're more but like a thing. You know what I, like, what people are forgetting about? Somebody, please, I'm going to also put this up on our Instagram. Please explain this to me. Do you remember when Key and John B kiss? And then, like, 24 hours later, Key and John B are on their surfboards in the water and, like, John B like is like oh I'm sorry kiss me whatever and she's like it's fine whatever and then she looks up and she goes did you tell JJ about the kiss and John B goes no why and she just like smirks and looks down and then he like splashes her and he's like oh my god and then they go off surfing that I like you think that he likes JJ right but then she's but then like I love Kiara like she's one of like I do really like her but these poor men. These poor men, like at least John B. found and Sarah, like <laughs> say it, John B. <laughs> say it. <laughs> How many Johns are there in the other things? Oh my John god, B. <laughs> John, John B. B. John B. John C. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were John A. for a second. Yeah. Nope, I'm John B. Oh no, just John B. Um, I also will say JJ is the best character in that whole entire thing. So I'm just playing. also what I found. In these trends, is people are obsessed with Rafe, like Sarah's psycho brother. Like he's crazy. Really? Like he kills somebody. Like <laughs> he's crazy, and everyone is people understand the weirdest thing. It's like they, it's like how it's people, like people fetishize people de- death row. But it's stuff. like, but it's like how you know how we love Damon Salvatore, or whatever, whatever. But I'm like, that's not the same. Like he's like a troubled person, but is a good person. Rafe is just a drug His addict. Is that Rafe. yeah, he's crazy. I pick Topper. Yeah. I pick Topper over Rafe. Okay, do your second one. Sorry. Okay, so my second one is Cleo and Lewis. Cleo. And oh Lewis yes. H two O or Ricky and Zane. Ricky and Zane. Ricky and Zane. Ricky and Zane. They they make a smoothie shop together. I know Zane he's jealous. He's the jealous type. Perfect. Jealous <laughs> <laughs> talking to. Perfect. <laughs> You're like exactly why I chose them. Um, no, I have to go Cleo and Lewis. Okay, I think Lewis dated the freaking yeah. nightmare of a redhead. Yeah, that's true. You can't pick like I understand the Cleo and Lewis. They're they're cute and yeah. like best friends to lovers. Love that. It's kind of lame for me, but whatever. Um, he dates Charlotte and is so like he must be stupid. Because he couldn't see what Charlotte was doing to them. Like, it was so much very clear that she was, like, trying to, like, sabotage their entire lives. And he was just like, well, I don't know. I really like science. She also, like, wore jorts. And I hate it. Yeah. Also, whoever the actress is who plays Charlotte, I'm super sorry. Like, you're a pretty girl. But... Cleo is, like... Phoebe Tonkin. Cleo. Crazy beautiful. Like, you're gonna choose Charlotte over Cleo. Yeah. Like... They're all so I know. Great. And it's Ricky insane. and Zane, like, Ricky made the bad boy good, and he is good. And, and like, then he made her smoothie shop named Ricky. I know, Actually, he bought the smooth. Like, she said that she thought this was a good idea, but, like, she didn't know she'd ever be able to do it. He bought it and named it Ricky's and was like, this is ours. 
Does it make sense since they're literally seniors in high school and they own a smoothie shop? No. But it's very cute. I like it. It is sweet. It is totally unreasonable, but it is sweet. And do you remember when they were slow dancing in the smoothie shop? Fine, I'll give you Ricky yeah. and Zane. Okay, cool. I'm glad we agreed on that. Ricky and Zane over Lewis and Cleo. That was a good one, though. Yeah. Cleo. Cleo. The condensation. I almost said Bella and Will, but they're too new. I feel yeah. Like so yeah, they I are. I was like... And Emma really never... Her and Byron went nowhere, and then her and Smoothie Boy went nowhere either. I didn't even... I watched more recent episodes, yeah. so I don't remember okay. that well. So, ending it off, I... This is a good one. So, Queen's Gambit. Beth and Harry, or Beth and Benny? Neither. I think she's better off alone. I think finding herself is part of the journey, and she... I read this whole thing about, like, how each man wants to, like, change her in some way or fix her, and she ends up, like fixing like she doesn't need the, any man in her life to do that and everything that being said totally agree to choose um benny me too yeah okay i'm glad we but he's a narcissist that. and i think she can her one true i don't love, think she needs i don't think she's the like beth Harmon doesn't is not gonna get married She's not going to have a man in her life like that. Like, she... Well, she fell in love with that one guy. He just happened to be gay. Yes, but I think that's oh, so so unfortunate for her. I think that she is better alone than she is in a relationship with someone because I literally think she's married to Chess. And, like, not in a bad way, just in a, like... I think... I don't know, because I she did fall in love with that one man, Towns. Yeah. And so she has the capacity to feel but that. But she was also, like, 16. Yeah, but she was in love with him for a while. Yeah, like, true. She didn't really get over that till her last, like, thing where she talked it out with him and was like, this is how I feel. And then yeah. he was like, I get that. I think Benny, I think Harry is would just be too secure and safe for her. Like, Beth is a wild girl, and I think Benny would give her that edge that she likes, that, you know, mystery that, you know, and he's, he's competitive, like. I think if she was going to end up with someone, she needs to end up with someone who's like towns who has a connection to the chess world because he goes to tournaments and is a journalist for them and stuff like that but isn't actually a professional player because when they're a professional player they feel so i feel like insecure against her almost because she's a woman and i feel like they can never really truly get past that and like they respect obviously and understand like her passion for it but like they're too involved in it i feel like Someone like Towns is just like a right. He admires her and he understands how the game works. So he understands her skill level, but he's not like also taking t- like twenty hours a day to practice. Like yeah, he, true. They need like a balance where they someone can understand and respect the sport, but like I just like Benny better than Harry. I like Benny better than Harry too. I just think he did more for her, and I know it's because he's a better chess player. But but the end to of be all fair, together, to be fair. Harry might have been the one. No, it was Jolene. I'll give no credit to any of the men. Jolene is the one that pulled her out oh, from jo- the gutter. Yeah, because Jolene is the bad, Jolene. The bad beat. Jolene. I love that song. It's a great song. Okay, well. So, so now the we, Yeah, so for recap, we have Charlie and Harry over Charlie and Billy from Twilight. We have Key and JJ over Key and Pope from Outer Banks. Ricky and Zane over Lewis and Cleo from H2O. And Beth and Benny over Beth and Harry from Queen's Gambit. I have my order if you want okay. to hear it. Okay, I'm going to go with uh, Key and JJ, Okay. number one. Ricky and Zane, number two. Charlie and uh, Harry, number three. Yeah. And Beth and Benny, number four. Yep, read my mind. 
Because Key and JJ, I think they would have... They would be so Passionate, good. saucy, like, they'd have it all. They'd have the good, like, the romantic good and emotional, but then they'd have the good, like, the fights. Like, it would be awesome. And they have such a foundation of friendship to go off of that, and, like, so much love and respect for one another. Yeah. And then Ricky and Zane obviously have to run run up that. The thing about Charlie they and Harry is, is I do love them, but they, they're not... It's not real. Yeah. So, like, I have to give Ricky and Zane over that. Well, I also, like, they're an established couple. They're the actress who plays Ricky and the actor who plays Zane reunited, like, two years ago and posted on Instagram, and it was, like, awesome. Like, I just, I give them more clout for that. Um, Charlie and Harry, yeah, just Charlie Swan, man. I'd put him at number one above all those people, but maybe not JJ, but, um, and then Beth and Benny just because... They're not actually really real yeah. couple anyways. And I don't I don't want them to be. It's just like, you know, she like just to, you know, see who So what is basement apartment? I thought he had more money. Yeah, let's talk about his base kit real quick before we sign off. You make a good amount of money being a chess player. And like she afforded the whole house. Yeah. And he had a shower that was an open concept shower. Like I'm confused. I feel like he was, and I get it, like New York He was City, like, You can sleep in my living room and she shows City, up. But like like, man, you can't even afford a first floor. You gotta form a basement apartment. Like, yeah. I feel like when I just kind of she realizes, like, he's not this, like, glamorous person that he, like, tries to pretend he is with, like, the knife and the hat and the leather. Like, yeah. It's like, that's such a vulnerable side of him. And she kind of, like, humanizes him. Yeah. He's not, like, scary. Also, did you. Another thing. Sorry, Queen Gamma talk here. Did you like Borgov? Yeah, I, I liked him, him too. I liked the elevator scene. He was never scene. the villain. That's a thing. Yeah, he was her like rival, but he was never a villain. No, he w- and he respected her. I feel. Yeah, he definitely did. He was very like gracious in his defeat. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Sorry about that. But yeah, know, so and he understands her. Like she like when they're talking about her in that one scene in the hotel in L.A. and he they're like talking about her, but she like has taken Russian and stuff and. He, like, explains, he's, like, she's, like, us. She plays to survive. Like, she has to win because she has, and he has to win because they have so many more expectations that they need to, like, her being a woman, everyone expects her to fail. Him being the, like, champion of the world, he's expected to win. Like, they have, they need to, like, succeed for those two reasons. (laughs) <laughs> all right well thank you all for listening um as always we you will be back next single week. ladies rating couples yeah if you if you wanted to know we're still single and we're still rating fake couples and we're still not ready to mingle we've, until we feel secure with ourselves we've started making up couples that don't actually exist so i just feel like you know What's it called? Um, the daydreaming thing. Do you know what I'm oh, about? maladaptive, maladaptive daydreaming. daydreaming. I have that. On, you know I have that. <laughs> I think that'll be 100% fine. Every now. TV show I literally insert myself in. Like, I want to talk about Teen Wolf, Vampire Diaries, Outer Banks, Queen's Gambit. I'm going to do it with Bridgerton. I have inserted myself as a character. Oh, I can't wait to do Bridgerton couples. Yeah, I'm not there yet, though, so we can't. Anyways, sayonara. Peace out. Anyone's ever seen uh, Negro? Sayonara, Sammy.